and welcome to episode 16 of the Clock Nappy Geek podcast. Today I am joined by Chrissy, who runs her own blog looking at eco swaps, but how you can make these swaps whilst on a budget. It was really great having her on so we could talk about clock nappies and other eco swaps you can make around your home. Good, thank you. Really excited to have you with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, so first of all, let's talk about your blog, um, which I really love because it's all about eco swaps, but on a budget as well. Um, what made you start the blog? So the blog has evolved a lot over time. Um, <laughs> if you would have read it a few years ago, it was it wasn't life. Well, it, so it was. It, it was very fitness based and healthy living and stuff like that. Um, and then when I had Olivia, it changed and I used it as like a monthly diary almost mm. um, on sort of her life and what we'd been <coughs> up to in that month, things that she had done or things that we had done as a family. Um, and then a little while ago, I started to move the stuff that was that I did on Instagram over to the blog. So a few more eco swaps, a little bit more um, sharing the small businesses and things that I'd found. Um, and there's the thing that I wanted to get across was that you didn't have to spend a lot of money to live a bit more sustainably, because I think when you're first looking at it all, it's just really daunting and you think you have to spend a lot up front like you you'll save in the long run but it can be quite a high outlay yeah. and that was that's not for me <laughs> um so yeah I just wanted to share things like that and if someone wants to read your blog where can they go find it they can find it at blogbybakes.wordpress.com great um so have you always been into eco living and being sustainable or is that more of a recent change for you it's very recent um it all kicked off I think when Olivia was about five months old um when we started to look into cloth nappies and then that was sort of the catalyst I suppose and now I'm like oh no let's get rid of that let's change this let's do this oh I really want that now um whilst driving my husband a you know tiny bit around the bed with it (laughs) Um, so let's talk about your club nappy experience. Um, so you started when Olivia was around five months. Yeah, about that. And um, so, yeah. um, why did you decide to make that swap, and what's your journey been like? So I was in a Jewin baby group, and there were a few mums on there that had sort of done the switch. So we'd had to look into it. I thought it was far too expensive, but then I just had this sort of thing in the back of my head I was like no I want to do it I want to do it um so I actually put out an advert on like a free cycle type thing you know I was like if you don't ask yeah you won't care <laughs> um and a lovely lady came back to me and she had um I think about 10 nappies that she was willing to part with and she gave me them for nothing talked me through them when I went to pick them up um a few we got on with, a few I really didn't like, and I sent and I passed them on to a friend who was also starting. Um, 
and yeah it just kind of grew from there really um we got a voucher from the local council so I got a 50 pound voucher nice and I used that it was brilliant um and I used that I'm a very cheap and cheerful girl always (laughs) happy um so I bought how many I think maybe six ish alvas yeah um using that voucher and then didn't really look back on it we didn't go full-time for a very long time um and we built up our stash quite slowly um but yeah I tried to use all of the tricks of finding them you know free if I could um but then also trying to find some secondhand or using slightly cheaper brands and things like that um you're actually the second person on the podcast to have mentioned those due in facebook groups so yeah i um if anyone's listening and, and he's in one then and you're using cloth then yeah publicize it it works and the council incentives they vary so much by location um i find it quite frustrating my one's quite good not quite 50 pounds but they do some little kits you can get quite cheaply if you add your voucher um i see some you get like like a pretty good like almost like a starter stash um and then others just don't seem to provide anything and it it must be quite frustrating particularly if you live on on a border so um in london there are some boroughs that offer the voucher and some that don't Mm. um and then where my mum lives um where my mum lives i don't think there is a voucher but my sister who lives like in the next town does um but even then my the voucher that I got is still more than what my sister would get um and it does it just varies so much I don't think you realize until you speak to people and they're like I'm not entitled to anything it's like oh yeah and I mean even 50 pounds doesn't really go that far I mean you've got six nappies out of that and you know Alva one of the most affordable brands and it's still not even enough to do a day really no um so it's tricky isn't it because obviously councils have got their budgets but it's a lot of money for someone to start up with I think if I hadn't have got the set for free and I didn't have the voucher scheme Mm. uh, I don't think I'd be using them full-time today because I wouldn't have been able to get the initial stash that I needed because even if you're going part-time and you know using one or two a day you still need quite a few to be able to even just make the wash load yeah worth yeah. it and doable um so yeah it would have probably been a very different story but I did I am very good at finding a bargain <laughs> so you know yeah they are out there you've just got to look for them haven't you yeah yeah if you're not so fussy about the prints and having the latest brand then there are some really affordable stuff I see out there on the pre-loved market I think to look as well um eBay I've gotten brand new nappies from eBay okay for sort of five pounds each um and Amazon and I know people hate Amazon but (laughs) um I've picked up um ones that are very similar to Alva so Littles and Blooms yep I found them for the first time on Amazon um and I think if you have no idea where to look and you see them there then you know I just felt like it made it quite accessible yeah definitely yeah um and yeah okay Amazon isn't great but then 
that's going to be better than buying a pack of disposables from a supermarket because let's face it you're not buying those from a small independent run shop most likely and then using the voucher scheme yeah that those nappies alone would have given me a really successful sort of part-time rotation yeah and how much do you think that cost you um out of my pocket probably about 40 pounds okay and then if you add in the incentive that I got probably nearing about 100 pounds yeah which is a lot which is still yeah a lot of money <laughs> 40 pounds is almost doable isn't it if you can do it over maybe a couple yeah. of months yeah yeah it's tricky um so what's your sort of cloth journey been like um has it always been plain sailing have you had any problems um we didn't we had a period where we really struggled with leaks um but a lot of that I think was down to inexperience not knowing enough about absorbency and what we'd need because as soon as I sorted that out um we managed to sort of things went a lot smoother um we were part-time for a very long time um we went through periods of where I just didn't want to do it so we used disposables for a week a week or so just to sort of catch up on things like washing and stuffing and stuff like that um and it wasn't until lockdown one (laughs) we ran out of disposables um my husband went shopping and he was like do I need to buy nappies I was like well that's up to you um because I'm using the cloth he wasn't as confident with the fitting and stuff right um but he came home without disposables and from then until fairly recently we were completely full-time okay and how was that did you get the leaks under control at that point yeah, leak. We didn't suffer with leaks. We managed to get nighttime sorted. Okay. Um, we found different things that worked for us. We tried a few different brands. Um, my husband now has ones that I'm not allowed to get rid of because he loves them. <laughs> um, and we've worked out what works well for childcare as well. Oh, brilliant! So, so that's been you're using it childcare too. So if she's with um, my mother-in-law, then she'll have cloth. But our childminder prefers disposables. And okay. I was like, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I think my childminder would also prefer disposables, but I'm not <laughs> as nice as you and I don't give her the option. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said to her, I was like, she was like, right, so you need to provide nappies. I was like, that's fine. Just a thing, though. Uh, she's in reusable nappies. I was like, but if you would prefer disposable, that's fine. Um, because I'm just very you know, aware that I, I can't go in and show her how to fit them and things like that because of guidelines and yeah. restrictions and stuff. So it's just easier all round, I think. And I think in the grand scheme of things, one day a week, you know, that that's fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's got to work for, for you and your circumstances. Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law also um, does childcare one day a week for us and she's, um, she's only been doing it recently, but she's actually got really on board with the cloth. Um, so this is her fourth grandchild, but her the only one who's ever been in cloth nappies. Um, and she came home this week and she was really chuffed of herself. She's like, I've got it now. Like, we're not getting leaks. I've nailed the fit. Uh, they're really pretty. I really like them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing what sort of the change has been. Um, when we first started using them, it was just very much like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, 
And now, now it's just the norm. It doesn't even get mentioned anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's how it should be, really. It's not, it shouldn't be a thing. No. <laughs> um, so what has been your easiest and your most difficult eco swaps that you've made as a household? Um, so I think my easiest for the pure fact that I don't need it very often is CSP. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's literally just in my underwear drawer. And as and when I need it, I can just sort of grab it. Um, and then it just goes in the wet bag with the nappies so that's easy to wash they are also a lot easier to build up slowly because you can just pick one or two up at a time yeah they Um, are but then it's postage isn't it I find like the actual pad might only be a few pounds but then like unless you're ordering something already yeah that can be trickier because of the kind of places that stock CSP it tends to be nappy retailers so if you're not using cloth as a on your child then where do you get them from yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have known about it no. had I not been using cloth on yeah, same. Olivia. Wouldn't have had a clue. Um, but I've, again, I managed to get a free sample of some. Um, I got a starter kit from a small business. And then I've just added a couple on to sort of nappy orders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're something that I would go, oh, I'm just going to pop online to buy that. They're definitely an add-on yeah. item Yeah, they are for me. Um, the hardest swap, probably stuff in the kitchen. So something that I'm really trying to swap, but I'm just having trouble even just taking the plunge to do, is dish soap. Mm. So we still use um, regular washing up liquid, but I got a bar of dish soap from a mystery box and I'm waiting for the um, washing up liquid to sort of be used but also I could have it there and it's just still in the bag waiting to be used (laughs) um I think it's just something I don't think of um but the main swap that's been hardest on the household is probably sponges Okay. So I I don't care about them. I like my unsponges. However, <laughs> Joe does not. Right. <laughs> um so all he and all he keeps saying is all I want is a sponge. <laughs> um I'm refusing to buy them. So he's buying the sponges as and when. Right. He wants to use them. <laughs> yeah, the dishwashing soap's a a good one. I've not swapped yet either. Um I know people say it's really good. I don't, so we've got a dishwasher. So the only things I wash up by hand is um, either larger items or things that need soaking. And that's what I use the washing up liquid for. And I don't really understand how I can get it from a bar into a pan to soak. You might have to come back and tell me about this. (laughs) And I'll let you know how we get on. Yeah, but it is something I'd like to make this well. We have a bar of hand soap in the kitchen. So I'm sort of halfway there. Yeah, so we've got bar soap. And we've got um, shampoo bars. So Olivia has a shampoo bar. I did, but I'll be completely honest. I got really fed up with having to spend so long washing my hair to get it to lather up enough to do anything. So I swapped to um, what I thought was a eco-friendly plastic bottle version that turns out not to have been so great. Um, 
but actually it's lasted me since August okay. whereas previously it wouldn't have lasted very long but Olivia has a shampoo bar I'm swapping back as soon as my shampoo's gone um but we swap back to liquid soap liquid hand soap because it's easier for Olivia yeah to with the liquid soap so I'm going to just buy the refills yep for it um and I saw a hack that you could get a bar of soap and melt it okay so I'm going to try that as well yeah because then I feel like it's the best of both worlds yep. and everybody wins yeah you'll have to do a little <laughs> blog post on it for people to go and check out in the future yeah I will do I'm gonna have a look and see how it how to do it yeah that'd be good yeah I've not gone to shampoo bars um I have a lot of hair <laughs> and it just isn't workable for me um to, I've, I have tried I've tried a few um and I've done the whole like apple cider vinegar rinses and bicarb this and yeah, I'm not interested in that it just it, I washing my hair anyway is like a major trauma for me because it just takes so long <laughs> I need something quick so um I've got an eco-friendly um shampoo and conditioner I buy in a big five liter bottles um and so at least it's one massive bottle of then lots of little ones for you because otherwise I I'm not going to sit here with hair that feels horrible no because I don't want to buy a bottle that that doesn't feel that doesn't feel sustainable for me that feels like I'm punishing myself yeah for no re for actual no good reason when you know there are things that you can do so I think it is it's just about balancing it yeah and it gives you then the energy to focus on other areas where you could make swaps that you'll actually yeah. really enjoy exactly yeah I thought you were going to say toothbrushes were your hardest swap because I know we've had a conversation oh, about those <laughs> so for me fine um for husband fine for Olivia we did have bamboo toothbrushes but bamboo toothbrushes are not economically sustainable no. for a two-year-old who just bites yeah. it um, and ruins the bristles you know every week I can't be spending you know two three pounds per toothbrush mm. every time when I can get multi-packs for the same price as one toothbrush yeah um so yeah but as soon as she's old enough to stop ruining them every two minutes she'll get straight back on the bamboo ones because I think they they look nicer as well they do look really actually. cute yeah 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 they are really they are really nice we're still on plastic ones for the same reasons I think the last pack I bought was four for a pound um yeah I, I also like they stick on the sink and she likes the pop yeah <laughs> mine just chewed the uh the suction ring off the bottom of his actually so oh nice <laughs> <laughs> nothing is safe <laughs> nothing um so what tips do you have for making eco swaps on a budget um I think just start small is the main thing and I think everyone tries to do everything all at once mm. and it doesn't work um and look around as well you don't have to buy everything at the same place it might work out better that way sometimes because once you've added postage and yeah. things on everywhere um but the so for example i'm buying olivia some flashcards 
and I went online to have a look for them and they were about six pounds, which is fine. And then I was, I was like, I don't really want to spend six pounds. So I checked Facebook Marketplace for a pack second hand and I'm going to spend a pound. Perfect. So <laughs> I think it's just things like that. So if you can buy things pre-loved, then do that because mm-hmm. um, that's better all round. Um, and then the things that you can't, just have a look around and see what's what's available and what's actually doable. Um, but also, you don't need what everyone tells you to buy. So you might not need new... So for you might not need new toothbrushes. You might have bought a multi-pack at the start of the year and you've still got most of them left. Yeah. Well... You don't need to then go out and buy a pack of bamboo toothbrushes. Replace them when they need to be replaced, not when you've already got a lot to sort of work through. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be my main thing. <laughs> Good tips. Um, and I think like there's a lot of um, people like, oh, I don't want to have plastic toys, but a secondhand plastic toy is more sustainable than a brand new wooden toy. Some of our favorite i say are some of our favorite toys are um like duplo yeah that we got from a charity shop and a beat bow wow which is the most irritating thing but she loves it so much that again i think i got it for about four or five pounds um and actually she loves them she has loads of fun with them yeah and Wooden toys are great. They are, you know, obviously generally better than sort of buying new plastic toys. But if I can find a plastic toy that costs £2 in a charity shop, I'm going to buy that over the equivalent wooden toy that I'm buying brand new. Yeah. That is going to be more expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what sort of places would you recommend people look for bargains? Like what are your top places to have a look? Charity shops and Facebook marketplace and sort of the the groups like that. Um, you'll find the odd pre-loved page on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I think they would be my top sites. Facebook marketplace and charity shops is probably where you're going to find your best, your best bargains. Great tips. I'm mean, hopefully you've helped lots of people. I hope so. I don't, I, I've always been very cheap and cheerful. I don't like spending money unnecessarily. Yeah. Um, and I've always been like it. And I think it just, it lends itself quite well because especially at the moment where there is a lot of pressure because you know people either aren't working Mm -hmm. or um you know the disposable income that we did have has now been eaten away a little bit because of everything you know that's been going on I think we can all get sucked into saying oh we need this we need this because we've seen someone on Instagram with it and sometimes you do just need to take a step back and say but do I probably not yeah um and I mean I've been guilty of it lockdown one was ridiculous (laughs) there was a point I think my postman must have hated me because I had so much stuff coming um but since then I've barely bought anything because I kind of had a bit of a word with myself and was like 
you're telling everyone not to spend money, but you're spending quite a lot of money yourself. Um, so now I'm just a bit more thoughtful about what I buy. So I'm like, do I really need it? Or want it. I think you are allowed to want things yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, and I just think if I don't actually want or need it, and I'm buying it because so-and-so on Instagram told me that it's brilliant and it's going to change my life, is it actually just going to be sat on the side for a year? Yeah. Because if it is, don't, I'm, I can't waste the money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, the planet wouldn't thank you either. No, no. No. Well, thank you for coming on today, Chrissy. It was really lovely to chat to you. It was lovely to be on. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this. Please remember to subscribe to my channel and leave a review. And if you know someone else that would find this content really interesting, then please feel free to share it with them as well.